Let's be fair. When humans had a bilateral conversation with God, a quarter of the population chose not to be united with his purpose, and then murdered another quarter. And that just upped the percentage to a third that was not united, yet still conversed directly with God. A conversation with God, even when you can physically hear him, is no insurance for unity. To take that a step further, in Eden it was half the population that chose not to be united, and with a bite all chose not to be united with God's purpose. The key word here is chose. Because in the book of Acts, there were many who chose to come together to be united. They chose to put away differences, ego, position, to come together. Then they chose to pray in one accord, and revival set in in such a way that everyone around could understand. Imagine unity that allows everyone to understand your purpose, and more importantly, God's message. Offering information for your mind. Enabling transformation for your heart. Sabbath School U. A weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world. I'm Andrew Tompkins, and this is Sabbath School University, and we're here on the campus of Andrews University to be with some guests to talk about uh, some more things from the Bible. Mm -hmm. We'd, I would like you to introduce yourself and uh, just tell me something exciting that happened to you in the last year. Okay, my name is Sandra Gutierrez. I am from Peru. Uh, I'm very blessed to be here at Andrews. Uh, I think one of the most exciting things that has just happened to me is coming to Andrews to be able to study. It is so difficult in order to come to the United States, but God has opened all the doors for me. That's great. Mm -hmm. Great. My name is Guilherme Borda, and I study theology here at Andrews. But one exciting thing that happened to me this last year is that I had the, the joy, the opportunity to go on a mission trip to Cuba with some great. group of students, and it was really nice. Great. Mm -hmm. Excellent. My name is Edie. Um, one except oh, and I do the masters in religion program. Okay. Yeah, and I enjoy it very much. Oh, the most exciting thing that has happened to me in this year happened very recently, <laughs> where I got approved to go as a missionary to Korea wow. to work with one of my best friends. So I'm excited. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Great. Well, it's nice okay. to hear good things happening to each of you. Mm -hmm. uh, before we get into our discussion, I'm just going to ask you if you would. Uh, Pray for us and, and read the opening scripture. Okay. okay, let's pray. Dear God, thank you very much for the opportunity to be here and study your word. We ask that you will help us understand it in your will to our lives. And we already say thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So I'll be reading from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 to 3. Ephesians 4, verses 1 to 3, and it says, I, therefore, the prisoner... Of the Lord beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called with all lowliness and gentleness with long-suffering bearing with one another in love endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace thank you this series we've been discussing revival and reformation very important mm -hmm. topics and today we want to really focus in on unity and, and its connection with revival and so to get into that, I just want to hear from you. What do you think of when you hear the word unity? 
what what's something that comes to mind to me one thing that comes to mind is that it's something that is not natural okay. in the world that we live today unity is simply not natural the natural thing is division separation and, and conflict so mm -hmm. it's something that is not natural so we often see people trying to be uh, different than everybody else, whether it be in culture or different things. Exactly, or to do something against yeah. each other to get something from it. So to have unity, there needs to be some supernatural element. Wow. Okay. And I agree with that because the idea that, you know, when I first hear the word is, is a very fake idea, like people happy and everything is pink, you know, that's mm. when I hear unity, that's what I think. And maybe society has put into our heads a weird idea of <laughs> unity mm -hmm. where, you know, there's no problem, everything is fine and everything will work out, you know. Yeah, at the same time also when we think about unity is that, oh, every everything is going to be fine, everybody's going to be happy. But at the same time, I think unity is also a complement, like a complexity of many things at the same time. But it's, it's a goal, and sometimes it's difficult to reach that goal. Mm -hmm. Wow, mm -hmm. and that brings me to a, a question then. We often hear about the idea of unity and uniformity, and, and what does that mean for a Christian? What are, what are the dynamics there with those two terms? Well, sometimes trying to be unite, we may mm -hmm. tend to think that we should be exactly the same. Mm -hmm. But think about a couple, for example. You, mm -hmm. you have a, a married couple. They are not uniform. They're, they mm -hmm. have their differences. But that's the way it is. But it doesn't, doesn't hinder unity to happen. So unity goes beyond uniformity. It's, it's mm -hmm. a different concept. I don't need to be exactly the same, look the same, and do everything the same way to be united. It's, imagine a group of friends, they are diverse, or a nation may be united, but they are diverse. Yeah, I, I think that's a very nice uh, topic, uh, talking about diversity, because here at Andres is very diverse. But it's, I think it's really important to keep in mind that we need to be like flexible and open to many kinds of uh, cultural things and also at the same time the church, because every single member of the church is so different. And so um, sometimes there are so many issues into the church, but at the same time we keep in mind that we are united and we are looking at, so that makes a difference. So you mentioned something there at the end and yeah. maybe we can talk about that is, yeah. we're talking about diversity as a positive thing yeah. in the church. <laughs> so how can we have unity? If we're so diverse, everybody's so different and it's okay to be different, yeah. how, how do we stay unified without being uniform? Well, not everything needs to be diverse. Uh, okay. It's good that there's some diversity, but we all believe in the same God. And uh, there's a, a group of beliefs that hold us together. So there's a lot of elements that mm -hmm. are the same. And still, those elements are the same. I may have a slightly different perspective than you or than her, but still we are united. So there are some elements that they indeed need to be the same to be united. There has to be some common ground. But of course, diversity is good as well. Uh, God showed us this when He created several different animals and different kinds of trees and different kinds of environments and, and, and one man and one woman. So He likes diversity, but still they are united because they have something in common. I think the main thing in common is God in our lives is the main thing. Mm -hmm. So that's the core uh, yeah. At the base of unity is is God. Are there any other 
core or important things <laughs> that we should recognize as unifying us beyond just God, because that's still quite broad. Um, mm -hmm. You know, many people say they believe in God, and yet are vast mm -hmm. amount of different ways of believing in God. That's true. So is there anything else that, that unifies? Do you, do you recognize any other things? Well, everything should be based in God, right? Okay. But, uh, yeah, there's other things that unify us. Like, I can think just quickly as a la something as a language, you know. I find, you know, Sandra, we speak Spanish, <laughs> and I'm like, hi, we yeah, already, you know, know each other. Each other. <laughs> yeah, um, I already feel the, a bond with her because we, we speak the same language. And there's, you know, cultures, there's other things. Um, but the question is, you know, will these things be enough for unity, you know? I think also, on the other hand, it's so important that we need to have like a close relationship with God and, uh, and also between us and within neighbor to neighbor, mm. because that makes a big difference. Otherwise, if I have my own point of view or my own idea out of that, a close relationship with God, that is going to cause so many issues mm. within the church and out of the church too. So this is good and yeah. many times we talk about a relationship with God and it's mm. you and God but in order to have true unity it needs to be more than just you and God it has to be you and the mm. community yeah. and actually to have a revival it's gonna have to be the community eventually That's anyways true. right there's no it's not revival if it's just you and God. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. true it's and, and true. if you think about for example uh, in history uh, some nations have found unity in, 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 in several different ways. And one of the ways that you can find unity among a group of people is based in history. So I think mm -hmm. that when you have a relationship with a person, you develop a history. That's one of the things in marriage, for example. You have your wife and you develop that history that's only the two of you. And when you have a group of friends, you have a history behind. So I, I have friends from high school that when mm -hmm. I meet with them now, it's the same thing. It's just mm -hmm. everything comes back and it's almost mm -hmm. like we have never uh, gone through different ways. I, I came mm -hmm. to study here and they're studying another place. So the history is something that binds us together. Mm. So one thing that binds the church together is the history of the gospel mm -hmm. and the history that we are all part of this great group of people that are seeking mm -hmm. God together. So it's the history of Christianity, seeking God. So I think this binds us together as well. Good. Yeah, and there is an important verse that talks about that. You know, and now the multitude of those who believe were of one heart and one soul. Mm. So everybody has the same. And that's from yeah, Acts. From Acts, right? From Acts 4, Good. 32. And so I think uh, if you have like a close relationship with God, um, you walk with God and you pray, God, please, I want to die to myself and mm. be with, willing mm -hmm. to share the gospel with other people. That is going to be a change that it takes a while, every day, okay. every morning. Wow. Mm -hmm. So you've, you've brought in that there are maybe some challenges to mm -hmm. unity. What are some other things that may happen that, that can cause disunity in the church, local church or even in the broader sense of people who believe in God? What are some things that, that mess up the unity? There, there, there can be many things, and maybe mm -hmm. we could be here forever, you know, mentioning, <laughs> sure, oh, this yeah. will mess it up. But there's one, one thing that I believe lies at the bottom of it, and I believe it's selfishness, because we are selfish mm. by nature in a, you know, in a sinful world, mm -hmm. and 
selfishness uh, by definition cannot be um, uh, cannot uh, blend with the definition of unity. I mean, if I'm selfish, I I cannot do the things that will mm. get me to be united with other people mm. because it's all about myself and I'm a, like an island. And so selfishness has a lot of faces, a lot of different yeah. modes. Mm -hmm. And so That's everything true. that bases its base on selfishness will bring division. And uh, mm -hmm. maybe you guys can help me out to figure out other things. Well, well think about it. I will mm -hmm. always have the best idea. I will always know the best way, always no, know have, the best method. If you're going to paint true. the church, I know the best color. Yeah. No, uh -huh. come on, you will never know it. Oh, yeah. I know the best way I to reach the community. <laughs> I always know the best way. Mm -hmm. If I always think I know the best, this mm -hmm. is the thing, I will not know the best unity, but because mm -hmm. I think I'm the best, so everybody needs to just uniform. be mm -hmm. uniform, mm -hmm. but yeah. not, a, not according to their standards, but according to my yeah. standards. Yeah. So they yeah. all need to be me. So, <laughs> But <laughs> you have realized now what we just talked, it's, it's all about me, it's like, Oh, me first. But if we put God uh, in the first place, so we are going to be the second. And so we are mm -hmm. going to be focused on God, what God wants for us in order to grow spiritually in mm -hmm. so many aspects. Mm -hmm. And so I think uh, selfish is, I think, one of the biggest challenges <laughs> for us as a human being in order to overcome. And so we cannot do it, but with God's help, we, we will make mm -hmm. it. We will. And, mm -hmm. and He actually. Um, in the in the Gospel of John, when Jesus is about to be arrested, um, he he has this this prayer in this gospel, and he basically um, empties his heart before mm -hmm. the Lord, before his Father. And um, you know, when you're going to go through something like that, uh, you're going to be arrested. You know that you have to go mm -hmm. through the worst thing that any human being could go through: die in a cross and. In, in this sense, we know that Jesus did it big time, you know, he died mm -hmm. for all of us. The one thing that he prayed right before he left for this trial was for unity, not only for mm -hmm. the unity that he has with the Father as a Trinity, but the unity for these believers in this time and for us. And mm -hmm. so it, it makes it, to me, it makes it um, have a big um, very important. It's just basically what I want to say is that it makes it very important because it's like his last prayer before mm -hmm. he goes before. And into a trial. So mm -hmm. maybe it's uh, very important for us too. This is good. And, and I think we've, we've discussed some things here that are so important, especially selfishness. And, and then it's obvious that Jesus really wants us to be unified. Mm -hmm. The problem is we're all selfish and mm -hmm. fall short. What and then and then revival doesn't happen many times because we're we're these things. So mm -hmm. in what ways can we maybe move towards being mm -hmm. more unified? What what can help us become more unified than and maybe trigger revival? If we all focus in the same maybe or some goals in common, I think it's something that may help. For mm -hmm. example, we we got together and we have this goal of revival. So mm -hmm. there's already something that binds us, to, us together, which is this goal. Now, how we're going to get there, we may have different opinions. But at least we may try to agree generally in some, some things. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. for example, we all understand that prayer is important for revival. So let's get together and pray. 
So let's pray for each other. This is something that is also going to bring unity. And now we want to spend more time together because we spend time together and we are praying for each other. We care for each other. So we mm -hmm. want to be more time together. So this increases both our prayer life and our unity. And we also mm -hmm. agree that oh, reading the Bible is good for revival. So let's mm -hmm. read it and study together. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some things that we may disagree when we study the Bible, but together, if we come honestly trying to understand it together, the basic things that lead to salvation, we're going to, you know, basically agree on it. So we try to now bring more people to this group. And then we try to reach out to other people because we want them to be united as well. So this just mm -hmm. keeps growing and growing. There's, there's two th things that I can take about quickly. Mm -hmm. And um, you mentioned prayer. I think that's very important. And not only um, that we know that prayer is important, but that we come with the right attitude because, mm -hmm. you know, we can pray forever in a group <laughs> having the attitude that you mentioned before. That, okay, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm the best that it's, I'm, I'm praying the best prayer. You know, that won't work. So I think it's good to, it starts by, by me, I guess, uh, submitting to the Lord and asking Him to bring a re revival and reformation in my life so that I can be humble enough, hopefully, to... Mm -hmm you know, do what I need to do in order to have unity. And another thing that comes to my mind is that um, sometimes we want to have unity. I personally, I, I want to have unity, but I don't want to invest time in the people that I want to be united with. And that mm -hmm. could hinder unity because, you know, then yeah. I don't know you. I don't know your struggles. You don't know my struggles. Like, what is going to bring us together? But if we spend time together, if we make an mm -hmm. effort for that, I think that could help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, I think also that um, the Sabbath makes a big difference because in, on mm. the holy day and the Sabbath we can get together and we can like discuss ideas like how can we uh, pursue this goal in order to be united mm. even though there are so many differences. So the Sabbath makes a big difference. And also, I believe also in prayer and and sharing the Bible and reading the Bible. No, it's like you you nurture yourself, and then as soon as you nurture yourself, you are ready to share with others. Mm -hmm. But uh, for example, I remember uh, at my church when we, we were teenagers. Now um, our pastor used to to tell us, okay, so let's pray because we really need miracles. What about if we gather together like firing in the church and I will you pick you guys and so we can get together and we can pray. So in a way, I think that that was so, that was so mm. useful because when we got together all the teenagers, we were able to do uh, with God's help uh, many things for him to reach other people out. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. like that because don't you guys yeah. think that unity in itself is a miracle? And so it is. It is. We, need, it is. we need to pray. We cannot do it on our own. I, yeah. I have one of my best friends. We um, always say that we're preparing each other for marriage because <laughs> <laughs> when you spend too much time with a person, you know, okay. you will always end up having some kind of disagreement because you're not the same person, you know, but... Mm -hmm. You know, but we always agree that, okay, we need to pray so that the Lord will bring this friendship to like a higher level. And God does, you know, it's mm -hmm. in, up to an extent, it's, it's not a big deal. It's, it's more, we're figuring out, okay, it's more dependence on God than what we can do for mm -hmm. ourselves. It's, it's a miracle. Yeah. And it's interesting that you're talking about friendships. And when we look 
to a friend and think about the relationship we have with this friend, we see that it's pretty good. I have mm -hmm. this friendship, I have this relationship. But if we started looking at people in general, people mm -hmm. walking in the street, just look at him and see him or her as yeah. a potential friend. Because mm -hmm. given the time, given the opportunity, given a history that can be developed, you may become friends. You may love that person as much as you love any of your other friends. So just mm -hmm. love before the friendship starts. Mm -hmm. Because eventually, given the opportunity and time, you will love anyway. So just start yeah. loving before. And I think it will help a lot. Mm. So I mean, I'm hearing some themes here. I'm hearing humility <laughs> is a requirement for, for unity mm -hmm. and revival. And, and the idea that we have to be in community. We have to be with others, um, which believe it or not, is, is a challenge for a lot of people. You know, we have yeah. Facebook, we have Twitter, we have all these things where we can just sit in our room and never go outside, and yet it's not the same. It's not quite the no, same, and I, it's hard to develop unity when you're not actually together mm -hmm. and with each other. Mm -hmm. And I think we see this in the New Testament, in Acts, when the people are gathered in the upper room, praying together, mm -hmm. um, and through that, they became unified. And I think the theme is there in the New Testament. Have you, mm -hmm. Do you see any other instances in the New Testament where this idea of coming together brings unity? Well, I think that besides coming together, they had this identity. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because it's true, they had different nations. Mm -hmm. When you see they coming mm -hmm. together and now they preach it, they got together, they received the Holy Spirit, they preach it. Other people had come together for other reasons, not together, together with people who believed in Jesus, mm -hmm. but they came together. And then they had their identity in God, but they have different views. So now we see Peter preaching and the people accepting and joining them. Mm -hmm. So identity is a key element as well. And identity may be slightly different, but if we can focus on a central identity, I think, for example, if I go to another country and I find another person that believes in God, that is a Christian as well, there's an identity that binds us, even though I have never seen that person before. Mm -hmm. But we have a something that binds us just because we have this identity in God. And, mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter if I've never seen the person, there's something there. That's so true. The other day I met this, this friend and we like the same singer and like it's a singer that barely people know and we were like you you too ah, so excited you know so I, I i think it just happens in life but when it happens with its spiritual things mm -hmm. i think it's, it's so much deeper because spiritual things are well if they are important to us and we find somebody that you know can be united yeah. with us in that aspect it's so important and that's the beauty of it, that if we're united in the important basic ones, mm -hmm. then it shouldn't matter that much if, you know, you like red and I like blue for the carpet <laughs> of the church, you know, it doesn't yeah, really. <laughs> that's true. It's, it's like an expression of there is beauty in diversity. And, but at the same time, it's like it was a challenge for the same disciples for themselves also because at the beginning they were trying to figure it out. Oh, I'm going to be the leader. I'm going to be the leader. I'm going to be the first one. So we're, they were fighting each other who is going to be the first. And, and Jesus himself, he was like trying to teach them that the one who wants to be the first one has to be the, the mm. servant, right? And so for them at the yeah. beginning was a challenge you not know, to to understand that 
that Jesus, when he came here, he was teaching not like an earthly government, a heavenly government. And then after he, Jesus resurrected, they, then they started to understand, yeah, really, we need to work for, for a heavenly, mm -hmm. uh, for a heavenly purpose, not mm. for our selfish purposes. So for them, at the beginning was, was really difficult, but then they figured it out that, okay, this is the way we should do, and they did great miracles. Mm -hmm. it, it's interesting mm -hmm. thinking about the people mm -hmm. of the past and the mm -hmm. biblical times. There's a text that I really like. It's, to me, it's a really tough text. It's 1 Corinthians 9, and the verse is verse, 1 Corinthians 9 and verse 23, no, verse 19. 1 Corinthians 9, verse 19. It says, mm -hmm. these are words from Paul, and he says, For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant to all, mm -hmm. that I might win the more. And then he continues saying, uh, concerning the Jews, concerning the Gentiles, or, or mm -hmm. those who are not under the law, and, mm -hmm. and continues the text here. But this thing, I made myself, I have made myself a servant to all. Mm -hmm. He's not saying that he did some voluntary service yeah. and during his he, spring he, break. Right. <laughs> he is a servant, and a servant is a servant. It's not an em employee. It, he, the guy is serving as a normal lifestyle. This is part of his life. Mm -hmm. He puts selfishness away. He surrendered himself to God to be able to serve everybody. Everybody, the people he likes, the people he doesn't like, the mm -hmm. people that he dislike him, he yeah, serves them. Now this brings unity. Because when I am willing to put myself away and serve you and serve her, serve her and everybody, mm -hmm. somehow we are united. Because mm -hmm. I see somebody in the street, and it doesn't matter if we agree differently, if we don't agree actually, if we mm -hmm. view stuff differently, it doesn't matter if this person dislikes me, I'm here to serve. Now this breaks barriers. Because it's not expected. So when, when we go to church mm -hmm. or when we go to school or to workplace expecting to serve, mm -hmm. then I think we can have more unity. Yeah. And it, it, it's not, again, like you're saying, not unity for unity's sake. That's not the goal to mm -hmm. be united. Mm -hmm. But the unity goal is because God is like that, is the character of God. You know, mm -hmm. unity and humility and love is the character of God. Um, Jesus came and He became that, the servant. Mm -hmm. His ap apostles imitated His example, and hopefully we will. And it's something that attracts people because it's unnatural and it's a miracle, like we said. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think that Jesus says in, in John 17, in that prayer I was talking mm -hmm. about, that um, in the verse 20. One, it says um, that there might be unity so that the world may believe that you have sent hmm. me. So mm -hmm. there's something Perfect. about unity that brings, that attracts people, that brings belief. Mm -hmm. Well, we're, we're running out of time and uh, we've heard a lot of very important and powerful things here. Mm -hmm. Just to wrap it up, we know conflict may come, mm -hmm. but we must mm -hmm. remain unified. And what do you think is the, the most important thing to keep us unified? God as the main thing in our lives. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most important thing because to have mm -hmm. unity, there has to be supernatural element. God yeah. needs to be there. Uh, to have a close relationship with God, to experience His love every day. Mm -hmm. yeah. Good. Well, we're out of time. Mm -hmm. Thank you again for being on 
the show and for your input. If you'd like to join in the discussion, visit our Facebook page off the link on our website at www.sabbathschoolu.org. That's www.sabbathschool, the letter U, .org. For Sabbath School University, I'm Andrew Tompkins. We'll see you next week.